what do you even inches. do with a 12 inch dick? <laughs> and they're like, like what, what do you think average is? He's like, I'm whatever you want. I've always been like, <laughs> no, you don't. You're coming near me with that. But dude, it was trying to check my oil. So bad to have a penis that long because it's like, <laughs> also, your blood flow, you could pass out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got a boner. Oh, oh. <laughs> there goes all the blood in my body. Better get out of quick, ladies. <laughs> I don't know what an EpiPen does, but. <laughs> there's there's a TV it. show on this, though. I think it's called Weird. No, it's called Weird Sex, and there's one guy on there who has a 13 inch penis, and he literally cannot get a boner without passing out. Sucks. That sucks for him. I saw the dude with the biggest dick on the world, and it is like. In person? He has to. It's a video, but he has to. Of his dick? It's like. It's. It's, more, it's like disablingly large. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, that's what do you, yeah. How do you yeah. wear there clothes? He has to wear. Yeah. He wears like a. Do you wear a kilt and like the head of the dick is just <laughs> like. like a giant head. Head. And he has <laughs> He wears like a series of socks on it. It's very bizarre. Yeah, like a binder. Yeah. <laughs> Up under his arm. Oh, oh, he has a very veiny belt. We'll just put it that way. Oh no. <laughs> hey, welcome <laughs> to Hit Dice. <laughs> yes, welcome. This is going on the blue. <laughs> America's favorite real penis. Real dungeons and fuck dungeons and dragons. Dungeons and dicks. <laughs> Dingus and dragons. Oh god damn it! Hey, so you guys didn't die last episode? Woo! Uh, speak for yourself. Oh yeah, guy sort of did. Ankle. I could still like did. somebody could still like hit me in the arm with a stick and I would die. Because so. we're doing so good. That's true. No, we're not. Hey guys, so if you want a full recap, we're officially at the point in the story where we're way too far into it and we've done way too much to tell you every single thing that's happened but i got a little bit of good news for you over on hitdicepod.com i have recapped the entire story so if you need a reminder you can just head over to our website read the story so far it's like 17 paragraphs long well i certainly need to do that yeah for real (laughs) there's five of you and i'm gonna roll a six uh caleb you're gonna do the recap so guy on the buffalo's back all right, so let's start the session. <laughs> all right, we've hit all of the... Oh, yeah, Adelaide came back. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Do, we do you finally, need a team? <laughs> we finally have decided to go and complete the, the objective of going to the Glacier of the White Worm. We went up into the mountains, met some, some giants, killed a dog, and then we... Um, Wolf. Oh, yeah. And then we went and talked to a very nice giant, and Adelaide would ha- just happened to fucking be in this cave. We haven't Welcome talked about back. that for some weird reason, but... Welcome back. No one has questioned why you were there or why she was yeah, there. Yeah, what the no, fuck were you we doing were, in that we cave? We were on we the were same mission. Yeah. We talked about it. Did you? Very she said she'd been there for weeks <laughs> we and that she was searching out. contact. <laughs> My then, theory is that RL wants me back with you guys because she sent me there for some sort of reason. She won't tell me, and now I'm here. And so When you, know. you had the theory about the cultists activating the stone that was causing the storm, and you were there to look at that, and that's what we're there for, too. So yeah. it's serendipitous. Then we walked 10 Police. minutes outside of a nice warm cave and were attacked by the Bloodhound Gang, and they fucking killed <laughs> everybody. Nothing but camels. 
Wait, what? Anyway, so um, <laughs> then we almost died, and now we're talking to a real small weird guy. You guys, you did run into Mibble after you fought these yetis. You sent the furs back to Marika, and as Mibble came out, he was muttering all of this nonsense. Arwul started to try to talk to him and then started muttering nonsense back to him, and he actually seemed to respond to that just a little bit. <laughs> he asked you why you all were there, and when you mentioned that you were there to see what was going on with the storm, he said, why didn't you just say so? I invited you all inside, now you're walking I in there. I trying, but I've been drinking. Concept. Oh, and Calista's been having. She's cold. But she can drive. She's, she's, the whiskey she's not blanket. cold. I'm actually quite warm, but I feel like shit. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Calista's looking worse for wear. Uh-huh. Guy's looking real, real bad. Well, and I cured some of my wounds. Adelaide is looking pee fucked up. I'm pee fucked up. Hey, pee I, fucked up. I got 16 health points. Oh yeah, guys healed up a bit, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean like. Yeah. Like, you drank a Red Bull, but, like, you still have the lacerations and the blood all over you from the yeah. fight. You know what I mean? I, mean, I had to spell heal like myself back up to 17. Like I yeah. mean, I'm looking Red worse for wear, but a tree bad. has done me worse, so. Yeah, you did get fucked up by a tree. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, yeah. Throwback. Right. Hashtag throwback Thursday. Hey. Probably Wednesday, though. <laughs> throwback <laughs> Wednesday. Welcome back Wednesday. Welcome back Wednesday. I love it. <laughs> so as you all are walking in here, you hear these strange clicks, these weird chitterings. Uh, Mibble is a very small, shriveled-up old man. He has yellow parchment-like skin. He smiled at you all right as you entered the cave. He only has three, maybe four teeth. He has very simple clothing, and he leans on a cane, though he has told you all that he doesn't need it. As you all are following into this cave. I do. He's probably a badass monk. Maybe. Maybe. Who fucking... you must tell us how to get up to the monastery and push the campaign forward. (laughs) And, and And why would I tell you how to get up into the monastery? What makes you think I can even get into said... Monetary. Monastery. Monastery. Yeah, somebody told us you could. Who? Where you did. Yeah. Oh, perhaps you... I did. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I didn't I say that. Talk. You did. You I said. find it incredibly hard to believe. I'll tell you how to get upstairs. Well, then I must have, because who else would have known that I know this? Because I don't hang out with anyone. So if you know that I know how to get up there, I must have told you. Must one could surmise That's because of logical. your proximity to the fucking monastery that you would know how to get there. And I'm surmising that. But even if I told you... <laughs> Why would I tell you? Because we're friends now. No, because uh, we're, we have the same reason to be here. Because you don't want us here. We're here storm. for the same reason? You're here to hone your bodies to perfection? Yes. To the point Do you of see this? To eat or breathe? I'm already perfect. But we think the center of the storms You're above s- the monastery. We have to go there. Mivel, you don't want to <laughs> your house any longer. I Tell love us to drunk You are stinking my house up. Listen yeah. here, Mivel. I'm going to lay out the long dick of reality onto the table here. Arwell gets inspiration for talking to him exactly the way he wants to be talked. Let's just let Arwell talk. <laughs> no. You hush. <laughs> what, are, what are you saying? Listen, do you like being alive? Yes. Me too. And if you don't let us up to that monastery, right. there's a good chance that we're all going to be dead in like a week unless we stop some crazy shit from happening. Fucking dragons, man. Not me, not the other monks, not your drunk friend. I will I No, me life. too. I will die. <laughs> dragons are sucky, poison in your awful. Body. Why would you do this to yourself? Because... I didn't feel good, and it makes the feel bad go away for a minute. Well, you stink. And then I'll get better, and it'll be okay. I just need a minute. So why should I take you up to the monastery? Hmm? Because we can help. The thing causing the storm is capable of killing you. We can kill me. You think you can kill me? The fire? No. You? Elemental power can. Threatening me? Motherfucker. If I wanted to, yeah, I could probably. I highly doubt it, friend. I don't want to, but if I wanted to, Sorry, I, I could. Sorry, I called you friend. I highly doubt it. Stranger. I am a stranger. You're a fucking stranger. That's right, and you're in my house. 
We yeah, can thanks. kill <laughs> monkey snowboys. We can't kill you. We know that. <laughs> also, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Can you tell him about elemental power? Um, I think he understands elemental power. All we want is to know the way out of here because he doesn't want us here. It's the way you came in. How do we go the other way out of here? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. He just <laughs> roll a persuasion. All right. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Do it. I'm battered. <laughs> persuasion eight. Not good mm. enough. You are trying to persuade me. I can tell, but it won't work because in my home, I am perfected. Maybe not my mind. No, it slips. But my body, oh, my body is another story. It is perfect. This cane, I don't need it. And he snaps it, and he throws it on the ground, and then he just walks normally. And he's like, but you can prove yourself to me. I have a test. Oh, great. I'm going to roll nature test? and see if I find, like, the passage out of there. Uh, survival. Survival. And this whole time that he's talking and leading me down this cave, it's like this <laughs> long tunnel he's walking down. And the whole time you hear these sounds, they, they sound very much like this... Like echoing down this oh. corridor. What did you roll? I go completely blind. Are you one? Was that a one? Was yeah. that a natural one? Yes. You've never been in this cave before. You are super fucked up, and you're like ready to just walk back out. You can't handle this guy right now. You're like, fuck this guy. Like, why are we even here? I mean, it's such an improvement from my last entire episode. <laughs> a natural one. At least you're rolling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. That made me feel so much better. Oh. <laughs> no, Can we get past slaves. the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> the last episode doesn't define me. <laughs> so uh, you do you don't know exactly where to go. You know you could walk back out. You know that you're hearing these strange sounds up ahead, and he's telling you that he has a test for you. What's the test? I mean, what's the test? Oh, my test, it's a simple one. You want to go up and what? What do you think you will do with the monastery? Tell me first. How will you fix it? We, you heard, we heard this juicy gossip that up there at the monastery is the way to perfect your bodies. Um, and be, like, at the height of your body's capabilities. Well, if the monastery was the best way to perfect your body, why would I have left it to come here? Because you are wrong. Beyond it. You're beyond no, it. No, he's even better. Look. You, can't, you cannot take the test. You can leave whenever you like. That's the test. There are multiple paths to the same destination. We all know that. Not out here. What? He's just looking right at you. <laughs> just looking right back at him. Gross little skin. He's like, okay, fine, yes. Maybe there are multiple paths, but this is the one I have chosen. <laughs> you all you all banter with me. You you speak you speak like I do, and I see what you're doing, and I appreciate it. A courtesy for a courtesy, but tell me the truth. Why are you even in my home? You need something from me? You think I'm stupid because I am uh, slipping? Well, you're stupid for thinking that. I know that you're here for a reason. Why, why walk out days out into the tundra from a warm, safe town? I can tell by your clothes and your, and your food that you came prepared. My clothes. Get... Have you met, have you heard of Oril? Oh, I've heard of Oril. She's... Do you see how I don't wear a thing at all? Do you see how I don't? So we're in the same playing field. No, it has nothing to do with Oril. I don't borrow power. I create my own. Again, different paths. But... Ah, fine, fine! The truth remains that there is a power in the center of the storm that must be destroyed before it destroys. Ah, the storm, you bring it up once more. Is that why you have come? Yes. yes. It's a piece of the puzzle. Well, let's talk of that. Enough of your lies. Okay, okay, okay. Calista gets out the loot, and she sort of like slaps herself a little bit to try to sober up some. Roll a constitution saving. <laughs> I don't just get to snap out of the put away. I've put away the flask. 
over it. You did. I'm trying to do bullshit. it in real life right now. It's not as easy as you're making it. Sound. What am I running? <laughs> Constitution. Constitution. Can I just roll to Hang drive? On. Drive. That's a 19. Fuck. <laughs> as a dancer, I have good control of my body as well. Yeah, right. with the 19. It's like playing a video game. The way you control your body, you're not not drunk, but mm-hmm. you're like a fine. I'll do these movements. Like, all right, I can make myself look sober. It's fine. Right. You close to burps one real gross, nasty time. You all squeak. <laughs> Yes, we don't all have the benefit of the training that you do and the perfection of body that you do. So we're doing the best with what we've got, and we're making our way to try to do this thing. And so I play him just a little snippet of the story of what we're actually working against with the tear fall. I care not for your stories or your plight. I did not leave the monastery because Do I... you live here in this plane, too? Yes, I do. Then you care. Oh, well, that's what you think. That's what you, you try. Should. You try to push your agenda on me instead of telling the truth. What's your That path? is the truth. You cannot perfect your body if you do not have a body. What's your test? What's your test? Yeah. Don't have to <laughs> no, but this storm is. I see what you're I saying, might. and I hear your plight. But young lady, if you wish to manipulate everyone into your story, it surely will never work. This is not manipulation. It's the truth. It may very well be the truth, but it doesn't mean I care for your plight. Why would anyone? Listen. Because you told them of it? No, because these Please. dragons are threatening our entire existence here on the material plane. And you see him stumble over, and he gets some wet logs, and he throws them into a pile, and he says, as they always are. But it's not always this immediate. Uh, that's what you think. They've been plotting he, like, a long time. He stumbles back over right. and he picks up some other wood. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Fuck it. Fuck him. Let's go home. <laughs> He's like, yes, see you later. Please leave. Listen, Uh-oh. this skeleton buffalo that you see right here used to be a real life buffalo. And that buffalo was my best friend in the whole world. And if your test is going to help me get to bringing him back to being a real buffalo, I will do whatever it takes to do your test. And why? Because I care about my fucking best buddy. Roll persuasion. Real nice. <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> you you should practice this more. Be honest. You did not come here because you want me to save the world. You came here because you need something. We never said we wanted you we to save the world. because we're trying to save the world and we need something. I didn't tell you a fucking lie. Well, I'm, I'm not yelling lying, with him. but you didn't ask me what you wanted from me. Instead, you I tried want to, to know how to get this I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. I and I go I, play in the corner of my leaf. I seek passage. If your test is going to give me that, I will do whatever you <laughs> want me moment. to do to do the test. <laughs> I love month. him. I love him. I if will you take think the you test. Will survive, you would not do well. I will survive. <laughs> I will survive. Very well. How about this? Tell me why you're here. And tell me truthfully what you need from me. And do not beat around the bush. We want to know how to get to the center of the storm. We want to know how to get to the center of the storm. And how do you propose you get there? That's what we're, we're That's what we want from you. That is what we want from you. Fair enough. Now you speak the truth to me. Yes. And I can smell it on your breath. That's whiskey. You're welcome. Where do you think the storm is located? He says, I don't understand this. Good. <laughs> up. Up. The storm is up. The storm is up. It is above the monastery. I think people are causing it. I do. Me too. We do too. The monastery is a very secluded place. The guests, well, they invite guests. You can drink the blueberry wines. You can study in the library with a mentor, with someone looking over you. But the monks have more. And I can make them think you're a monk. They have to think we're monks? Well, only if you want to get to the top of the monastery. Only if you want to study their books without supervision. Only if you want to walk the floors freely. Oh, yeah. No, we would very much like that. If that's the path, we're down. But these cultists, these things, 
the, the nature of things, the chaos of things, the ritual of things. It's a delicate balance. What makes you think you can balance it? What makes you think the monks wouldn't have already balanced it if there was one? Is it a perversion? I don't think they know the whole story. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm tapped into the natural magics of the world. I feel like I have wow. a good sense of it. I'll say this, and you all have been following him and talking. Callista's like in the back, and she's like really frustrated with this guy. Marvel's up front <laughs> and like hell. speaking his language, and guy is like, and Patch is like, it's sort of on the fence, and Abby is like trying to pitch in, and he just like kind of keeps pushing. You do not tell Callista that she is not telling you the truth. And so as he walks in, you all, this clicking and this chittering gets so loud. And it is not just this like, it's just like crashing up against something, and he walks up into this chamber, and he's standing in front of it. And as he stands here, you see an enormous worm, and it has hundreds of legs down its body. It has fin-like gills around its head. Its eyes are big and set to the side, and yellow and gold, and brimming with light. You can see the steam pouring up and off the spikes on its back. And he says, "You know what is easier than dealing with the cultists?" And setting balance in a monastery you know nothing about? Riding a remoraise? Yes, it is. Ah. Three things that you will prove to me. You will prove to me that you, one of you, only one, can ride this for 30 seconds at a time, uninterrupted, without any aid. You will prove to me that you have self-reliance. You will take no abilities from your teammates other than your own. You will prove to me you have skill, and before you prove that, you may heal beforehand, if you so choose. But the skill, oh, if you can hone it, if you can thread that needle, you'll impress me, you'll show me that your mind is over your body, that you don't react on instinct, and most importantly, you'll show me mercy, because you will not kill this rim race. You will ride it and nothing else. And if you can't, you are clearly the wrong people because riding Rimmerases is easier than dealing with cultists without causing collateral damage in a place they have infiltrated. If you agree to this, I can provide you with this. Let's, can we discuss it for a moment? And he holds out a chain and he's just like, you can have this if you want to help. Just a chain, a regular ass chain. Yeah, he's, and he holds it away when you reach up for it. He's like, I'll give it to whoever will ride it. Well, can we discuss and see yeah. who's going to write it? Yeah, talk all you want. The, my reason for me wanting to write it was just because I have like a crazy dex mod. But I think we'll need more than that. I think maybe you should write it because you can speak with animals. For one, I think that the glacier of the worm, I was going to be a little less literal. Secondly, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you've got them creepy That's hands. I know he said uh, no help. I could... He can't hear this, right? He, he, oh, do you want to look over at him as you're about to say this? How far away are we? Um, you're like sort of in the same chamber as him. Okay, uh, you guys have seen me do this spell before, the spider climb spell, and so I like, I make a little gesture with my hand of like a spider crawling up my arm. Um, I think it's... If you you want to write it, you can. You can use your own abilities. You just can't, no, the person who does it can't have outside help. I also have an image I can make, but I think he'd probably see through that. Um, but it maybe, well, I mean, sure it, but would. like, the, the who knows? Up. He knows? Well, but truth. who knows what, I mean, you can do any of your little shit. Tiny ass. And who knows what the rimmer race is going to need? <laughs> like, maybe you should write it. What do you think? I mean, do you want to, 
like try to like talk to it like a beast kind of thing? I blew that spell slot. I think oh. we're supposed to just ride it. Just I say ride just it. ride the fucker. I'll just ride it. No I'll tricks, it. no bullshit, just ride it. I'll ride it. Yeah, he might I want to know what's up with this glacier that everybody thinks they have to fucking test us. <laughs> people in the cool. north, they're like fucking um, Russian. <laughs> so, friends. Okay, hypothetical. Would there are nothing? This guy? Yeah, I'm like a hypothetical. <laughs> I ride the this thing and I fail. Then what? You just don't help us? And his back is turned to you and he's saying, and yes, well, maybe these are the right people. I guess that it's not really up to me to decide. Does it have to be a humanoid to ride it, or can we put Ward up there? I and think. he's like, he's like <laughs> turned over, and he has his broken staff that he broke, and he's like just piecing like, it back together a little. His back is still turned to you, Patches. He's like rubbing the wall. And can I like, see him from where I am? I have a feeling if somebody didn't get it the first time. Can I see him from where I am? Yeah. I still have my bracelet of mending. Okay. I'm just going to walk over, and I'm going to make eye contact with him. I'm going to touch the staff. Do you have to make eye contact with him. He's like hunched over in the yeah, corner. I just like grab his head. No, I just sort of lean down under him and just look at him. Yeah. And I touch the staff and I mend it. He just like, he stares right through you at the staff and you mend it and he's like. And I just walk away. Yeah, and he, he looks up and he looks past you and he, he sits there and you can see him like look past everything and think for a second. He's like, perhaps the right people. Uh, what were you saying? I look over my shoulder and say, there are lots of ways to I figure out say, who the right people I'll ride, are. I'll ride it. I'll ride it. He's like, give me that well. chain. And he holds the chain out. Um, all right, let's go. I take it. You take this chain from him. You Before, walk chain hold from... on, hold on. Before any of us get on this thing. Did you say hold on? Yes. He walks over to you and he grabs your arm and he pulls the chain back out of your hand. God. I'm not going to try to ride it. I'm a dancer, so I'd probably be okay at it, but I think you're probably better. If we are the right people and we're going to be going to face this. When you this... say the right people, you see him. Yeah. If we are the right, right people, which I know is important and which I believe in my heart we are. Are you going to weaken one of us by doing this challenge and then send us up there to face that? Or do you have a way to help this person recover? Well, that's up to you, I suppose. But, well, I, I have some food and you can stay here if you like. Great. Perfect. Okay. Arwul, we'll do it. We, yeah. we trust him? Yeah, of course. It just, it all feels like It feels very normal bullshit to me. To me. But, no, not at all. I feel like he's But I'm not truthful. a monk, so I don't know. I feel he feels very truthful to me. Let's okay. do it. I'm going to ride this Weird, bitch. weird right. fucking truth. So he holds the chain back up. He only lets one like of you walk into this chamber with this thing. For what it's worth, um, I described the worm to you. I don't know that I described it. It is 20 feet tall. Okay. It is fucking it's enormous. It's enormous. Can I hold your friend while you ride? Oh, yes. Yeah. Gumble. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does he count as, <laughs> as a friend that can help you, though? Like, he might be able to help you. I can't have outside help. This little guy, he's going to know. We but can't. he said a person, not... It is the size of it's a two-story two stories? home. Okay. And, like, as it's it, and it's up, not, like, trying to attack me or anything? Oh, it's tethered. It's, like, ripping at this tethered. To, like, kind of just to show off to um, Mevel. Um, I just, like, scaled... The, I take the chain and I just, like, scale the, to the top of it. Like, and and I'm, yeah. I'm holding Gumble roll, while this happens. <laughs> roll athletics or acrobatics. That's a 19. The 19, you all see Patches. He gets this chain and he's climbing up this thing with it. He quickly, with his fast hand, gets it. Patches, as soon as you grab onto those spines to ride the back of it, you realize that the back of this thing all the way down is red with spikes hanging out of it. It makes it much easier for you to grab onto, but as soon as you get on the back of it, you realize the intense heat that is burning oh, it been off me. of this thing. And as, <laughs> you, as you get up to the top of this, you are able to mount it. And you need I'd, to stay on here for 30 seconds, which Okay, I take the chain, and I, like, kind of, like, swing it around rounds. its pick and then catch the other okay. end, and I'm With the chain swung on. around it, you will roll advantage on any checks that I give you from here on out. 
the first round goes by, you're able to mount it, and you are going to take 12 fire damage as you sit on the back of this thing. You have four more rounds. You can try if he dies. <laughs> yeah, drunk, drunk, <laughs> <laughs> drunk Calista riding a rodeo bull would be very fun. He said not to kill it. Or hurt, hurt him, it. Or not, and not he didn't to say hurt not it. to hurt it. Okay. He said right. you can't cripple it or kill it. Okay. Uh, by the way, you get up here pretty quickly, and as soon as that chain wraps around it, it starts thrashing and roaring and chittering out as it is like tethered to this strange bull. With, so I have the chain in my hand. I'm also gonna like take the chain and grab my two daggers and just sink them both in. Okay. Oh, uh, like through the chain? No, just like just, I'm not letting go of the chain. I just also have like oh, a chain, a chain and yeah. a dagger in each okay, hand. Sure. And um, just sink it. Uh, you can roll. Uh, do acrobatics with advantage. Uh, mod twenty. Yeah. Okay. With a mod twenty, you were able to stay on. You will see patches thrashing on this. You can see the smoke starting to billow up and out of him. Uh, patches, you were going to take. Five fire damage as you were sitting on the back of this for the second round. I'm also going to regain two HP. We're all cheering for you mentally. So another save? All right. You get advantage still with your You got this, you asshole. Uh, 19. <laughs> 19, you stay on, and you're going to take 13 fire damage this round. <laughs> two more rounds. Um, I'm going to, again, You're sink. just like riding in. Oh, you pull him back out and sink him back in mm -hmm. in hopes to... Help yourself out a little bit here. Uh, just another two. Well, are you, are you making an attack against it to try and sink him in, though? Like against yeah. a tide? Okay, no, so I mean, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, Do roll you want an me attack, to... roll oh, an okay. attack. All right. <laughs> it was a ten? Yeah, that's not great. So <laughs> you don't you don't heal this round. And then uh, on your fourth round of five, roll uh, your acrobatics again for me. With advantage. Uh, Sixteen. Yeah, with a sixteen, you're able to stay on. Shut the fuck up, Wes. You're going to take 13 fire damage again. Oh, my God. Steve, can we roll, like, perception to see if we know what he's going through? Like, that yeah. he's, like, heating up? At this point, with this much damage, his, like, pants are smoldering. And right. you can see him, like, screaming and pulling off of this thing. Like, so we know that it's heat chain. that's hurting him. Yeah, and this thing is thrashing out and screaming. Like, Patches is not just casually sitting on this. This thing is bucking. Its whole body moves like a worm motion, and it's, like, whipping him off of it. When he hits, those spikes crash into him, and that fire burns past him. I ha how much longer do I have? You have one more round. Okay, which is, like, a couple seconds? Six seconds, yes. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> can I do, like, a rogue thing? <laughs> you can do anything. In your own power, you can do anything. I want to um, like take, take the chain and kind of, like, wrap it around one of the spikes and kind of push off and just not be physically touching the thing at all and kind of just, like, dangle. But still, be, but still, like, hold on to the, the chains. I, like, what I'm doing at, right now, at the very last second, I'm kind of, I just push off, and I'm, yeah, like, I'm swinging, kind of dangling, but still, like, it's wrapped around a spike, and I'm holding on to the chain. Roll your acrobatics without advantage. Without advantage, huh? Mm -hmm. 14. Yeah, so as you, as we're uh, dangling here, you jump off of this thing, you roll a 14, you're able to hang from it, and you just hear his voice call, and he says, you owe me five more seconds, friend. I told friend. you to ride it, not to hang from it. He says, you're so close and your friends are so invested in I, I wouldn't, just hop back up I, on I, it. I wouldn't willingly kill myself. I've got one HP. No. I can't. I can't. You let go? Um, uh, no, I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to attack him again. Yeah, I'm going to okay. try to attack him back up and you're slamming these into it. The chain will give you advantage, but you're also trying to sink some daggers into it. Mm -hmm. So roll your attack. It's your only shot, Patrick. 19. Okay, 19 with attack will hit and then roll your acrobatics. And your healing. 12 acrobatics. 
seven damage. Seven fire damage. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, so you all see Patches, he swings back up and onto this, and as his legs touch it, you see him gritting his teeth, and then with his daggers inside of it, he just, like, pulls off, and you see his body just, and hit the ground underneath this thing. Callista immediately runs to Patches and feeds him her healing potion. Okay, and as you fall off of this thing, you were falling 20 feet, you were going to take nine bludgeoning damage as your body hits the ground underneath it. And Manville walks out, and he walks over to Patches, and he picks up the chain, and he wraps it back up and puts it away, and he puts his hand over his head to feel his temperature, and he says... Uh, your friend will be fine, but not all can succeed on this test. He was close, though. He showed much resolve. You should be proud of him, and he should be proud of himself. Uh, do you give me a health potion? Yes. Calissa, I think you should do it. been standing around long enough for it to be a short rest? Uh, no, not quite. No. I mean, 30 seconds. Oh, okay, so we so, had, we weren't in here talking to him for that long before we started. No, he, like, walked you straight back and was talking the whole time, okay. and then... Calista, you have fire resistance? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you and should do it, but you need. To I can. I just like pulls his head off the ground, like fuck. I can boost myself. Um, <laughs> also, Patches, I just kind of like. Patches, you you can't <laughs> die yet. You <laughs> still have to do it. <laughs> you can't die yet, Patches. You still have to teach me archery. Okay. We have things Fair to enough. do. Kill yourself. Does anybody have any healing they can offer me? None. Mm-mm. You use all your spell slots. Mm-hmm. Do I need to save? You have on Callista? Yeah, if you want. I do that. You want Thank me to roll you. it or you want to roll it? Go ahead and roll it for me. Eight. I'm going to roll ten. some more healing on myself. Okay. Oh, I can I can take some time and short yeah, rest it. Yeah, he's like, you could do whatever you needed yeah. to prepare. I'm going to tell him, I'm like, okay, I can do this. But I need to rest some first. I need to prepare. I would be excited to see And I'm going to sit down with the Das loot and play like sort of a meditative piece that I used to play. It's like I'm playing scales and okay. just warming up and I sort of go into the zone. So it's like a rest sure. kind of thing. Are you doing um, song of rest at all? Yeah, and I'm gonna, and it's gonna be Everyone song of rest. Short rest. Everyone can use their hit. <gasps> Wait, literally a short rest? Mm-hmm. I get all my spells back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warlocks. Warlocks. I can do it. It's fine. Uh, this is feeling good. My hit dice is a D10, which is fucking awesome. Um, before I go out, as the end of it, I'm gonna start playing a song and. I'm playing the piece that I've written that was our first adventures with the group together as Adelaide, reminding myself of our start as a group of heroes and how we first began and how we were nobody. And I'm gonna, with that, I'm gonna cast heroism on myself. Okay. Nice. Um, so what that means is that I am imbued with bravery, so I can't be frightened, mm, and I gain spell. temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of my turns. Cool. So it'll be three hit points at the start of each turn. Okay. I also have heat resistance as a tiefling, mm-hmm. so I'm only taking half heat damage. Okay. You ready? Yes. I walk up to him and I extend my hands to accept the chain. And, and I says, say, sir, I, I will ride the beast. He says, I will show you the truth. Are you sure you are ready? Yes. And he drops the chain in your hand. And as you catch it, he go, he looks at your hands with the chain in and he goes, very well. And he signals into it. This whole time, this beast has been thrashing. Patches mm-hmm. obviously made it happen. Yeah. And it's like thrashing Stabbed around this place. And I'm like, thanks for that, Patches. And as this thing is thrashing around, you can see there's this magma-like blood pouring mm-hmm. out of its neck where Patches is On the way up, it. I just used one of these slots. What was that for? Cure Wounds was the first level. As I walk up to it, I'm going to sing a little bit and cast it a little bit of healing word at first level. Okay, so you heal it? So try to make him feel a little better so he's maybe not as angry. In like a persuasion sort of... Yeah. Okay. In like so a, it's okay, honey. Uh, roll your persuasion. Okay. 
Yeah, Come my on. heart's Persuasion. like I actually have physical Rachel adrenaline running through my body right now. Yeah. <laughs> nine. It's a pass. So with uh, with your nine, you're able to beat it, and you you do see this thing as you were playing toward it. It heals up, and you were singing out to it. And as mm-hmm. you sing out to it, and you see its wounds heal, you can hear Mibble go. And as I walk up, I'm going to put the lute aside. I'm not going to play anymore. Sure. But under my breath, the entire time, I'm just sort of humming and singing this okay. little soothing song to it. Yeah. You, like as you're walking up, you're just humming. Uh, and as I walk up, I'm just humming Calista. and singing. Yeah. Before you go up there, what if you cast used the lute to cast um, that you could fly? So it looks like you're riding it. It can't buck you off I because you're I don't that think. Too. No, I told like him I was going to show him the truth, and I am not going to try to trick him. Oh, but shit. He said, you said you could do whatever you have within your That's ability. That's not riding if I'm flying above it. I mean, you why? Do it, All right. He wouldn't let you be clinging to it by a chain. He's not okay. going to let me levitate above it. I know it. If I'm going to win, I'm going to do it clean. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to sleep at night. Let's do All it. Right. All right. So Here, how, are you, how are you getting up on this thing? <laughs> Are you gonna try to climb it like Patches did? I mean, I'm a, I'm fucking. Or maybe just at least fly up there. I'm a dancer. Well, I can cast levitate on myself. So as I set the loot down, I strike a chord and levitate. Yeah, and Love just it. float up to the top of it. Yep. And drape the chain sort of around the bottom of it. So and to see link if it. you can get the chain around it, you do need to make either an athletics or an acrobatic saving throw. As okay. You come up. And since you were levitating, you will get advantage. Okay, that's gonna be some acrobatics because okay. I'm good at that that's what we'll shit. Do. You see this thing calm down. You hear it oh, chittering like. Oh. I have advantage. Oh, thank God. Come on. That's better. Woohoo! That's, um, that's a mod 20. Yeah, and as this, as this happens, oh, dirty, Calista, as they say. She says to, <laughs> she says to Mibble, I'm going to tell you the truth. And then she strikes a chord. Uh, she strikes another. And, she and you just see, like, as I'm setting the loot down, I strum it. And then you just see, like, her toe just lifts her off the ground gracefully yeah, and, and she just floats up. Yeah, she wraps this chain around it and she sits on it. And as soon as you do, it is calm. But mm-hmm. as soon as you touch it, you feel that. Like mm-hmm. that heat from it. And I love it. <laughs> you don't hate it. Uh, you were going to take, man, good thing you got fucking resistance. Mm-hmm. Seven fire damage from this thing on okay. your first turn. Is that halved already? Yeah, that's halved. Okay. Uh, and then this thing starts, th- that was a very high roll. This thing starts thrashing, and you're hanging, you're trying to hang mm-hmm. on to this. But since you were using the chain and you were able to get around it successfully, you can roll advantage on acrobatics again. As this okay. whole thing's body Is this starts, the start of my turn? No, you already did one, so you okay. have four left. But it is the start of your turn. Oh, for, her- for heroism. For my heroism. Yeah. So I'm getting another my three hit points yes. back. Woo! Okay. And it's acrobatics? Mm-hmm. 15. 15, you were able to stay on, and you were going to take... Six fire damage this round. Okay. And so this thing is thrashing and roaring out and chittering. And you can I'm, hear the I'm down like, Callista, chittering. And you all can see Callista mm-hmm. on this thing. She's pulling on this chain. And like, she, unlike Patches, was like keeping himself off of it, but keeping mm-hmm. the chain to position himself. Callista's doing quite the opposite. Yep. Imagine I'm standing on it. Mm-hmm. I've got an end of the chain in each hand, and my tail is wrapped around the spine behind me. Right. And I'm just sort of like. It doesn't hurt you as much to be making direct with contact with yeah. this thing. Callista. As it rolls, Callista's like moving the chain around mm-hmm. loosely to stay on top of it. And I'm like continuing like talking and seeing and sort of cooing at it like it's a pet sure. <laughs> the whole time. Um, I'll let you, if you're cooing at it this entire time and uh-huh. you healed it and you haven't heard it, I'll let you roll a performance to see if, to see if it responds okay, in okay. any way to that. Okay, Blarney Dice, let's go. This is just a regular performance roll. Nat, Nat 20! Woo! 
Yes. <laughs> Roll your cooing to it. Baby's ears right there. And as you were doing this, it has these frills that are up, and it's like fin is up on the side. You see it like waver to the mm-hmm. side, and you hear almost like a cooing purr come out of it. And for this round, it will not burn you, and you will not have to fight. So that's your third round. I'm telling it how beautiful it is and how I love it. And then as you were still standing on it, it begins to move and buck again, and you can mm-hmm. see that fin, like the dinosaur in fucking Jurassic Park, it, just, it like shoots back out. And you see the blue of this worm like light back up mm-hmm. underneath Callista, and this red light is pouring up onto her. Much like when she read that nightmare, mm-hmm. and she's pulling on yeah. this chain again. By the way, you can make another acrobatics. Okay, and the start of my next turn, I'm taking another three Beep, points boop. for my heroism, yep. and I'm saying it to it, it's okay, baby, I know this is demeaning. I only have to ride you for a little bit longer, and I'll be gone. Two more rounds. Roll the acrobatics, girl. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, Callista. Still advantage, mm-hmm. thank God. Mm-hmm. 13. 13 is a pass. You will take the damages. You take four fire damage this time. Okay. And as you're running on the back of it, you are reaching the last, and uh, Mibble screams out, and he says, not much longer, dear. And as he says this, you're sitting riding on the back of it. You have this chain pulled out. You can see the cords in Callista's arms. All of her muscles are, like, taut and tight against this thing. She's, you're standing. Like, mm-hmm. you're using this to stand. As this thing is rolling around, Callista's just able to move with it, like, very like gracefully surfing around this it. thing. Right. Yeah. And it is not thrashing up against the side. It is just trying to buck you off of it. But you can see that it's calm, and it looks confused more than anything. Roll your acrobatics with advantage for your okay. last round this to see how it goes. This is the start of my turn, yes. so I'm taking my three... Adelaide says under her breath, don't call her fucking dear. <laughs> 15. Okay. 15 is a success. You were going to take... Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't fucking Five matter. Five fire damage <laughs> for this thing. And yes! As you take it, you yes! Callista! 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 Fire resistances. Yeah. Yay. Tieflings. Very well done. He, he waves you over. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, off, off. And so Callista just drops the chain and then just sort of does a flip off of him, trying to exit yes, as gracefully queen. and without doing any damage to him as she yeah. can. And so as you come off of this, Nibble comes up and he holds his hand out for the mm-hmm. chain. You hand it back to him and it burns in your mm-hmm. hand still and he grabs it and you can see the steam coming off of the hand. And I just like, maintain eye contact with yeah, him. Yeah, off of his burning hand and he says, very well done. I know. Skill? Most certainly. Self-reliance? Definitely. And then he says, Mercy. And he smiles over at the thing, and he says something that none of you understand, and you see it go calm. Mm-hmm. And it purrs, and it wraps up, and he says, Aww. I am sorry, friend. I take a knee in front of him, and I just look at him, and I say, is it a he or a she? He says, a she, a mother of many. She Aww. is gorgeous. She is. They're friends. And then as he, as he looks to you, he says, sorry. mercy, more than I've ever seen. Come with certainly me. a lot more than me. Like you <laughs> he says, come with me and let her sleep. She has seen more than she deserves for one day. Indeed. She has passed her test and so have you. And, uh, and he walks you over and he says, you will stay for the night with me as I have promised. I will make you a meal. It will be simple and more than I've eaten in a month, but a feast nonetheless. And he starts putting like bread in water basically and like warming it up over this like oh. shitty little fire. And like as he's warming up this bread and water, he's like, I, I am sorry to have doubted you all, but many people wish to break into the monastery, and if what you say is right, that people are doing this, that they are manipulating this place, that they are going in and taking it over, why wouldn't you be doing the same? I've met you as many times as I've met them. You have treated the mother worm with kindness. Minus the stabbing. <laughs> Minus the stabbing. I have. <laughs> that was just so good. A small scratch, one she can take. 
If I were not friends with her, and if she were not so kind to me, I promise we would all be dead. She is a force to be reckoned with, more, much more dangerous than the forces we've had out here. But she is safe with me. Is she the famous word I've heard, worm I've heard word of? I said a word, word, word. The, the word, word is, is the a word. word. <laughs> the worm word, um, as it were. The worm, worm, worm word, as it were. <laughs> I've heard of two great creatures on this mountain. One was a dragon and one was a remoraid. Is this her? Uh, Remoraid is a Pokemon. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Rimmer- she is not. She is a mother Rimmeraid. Rimmeraid. But she is not the white worm. Not as horny as my body is and as much of my life as I have dedicated to sharpening it, I don't even think I could ride the mother worm. <laughs> you see, though this worm in here is a mother, she is not the mother of the worms. Mm. Just a mother Rimmeraid. One I have become close to, one I have helped. The frost giants are constantly... Taking her eggs, and 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 that's just how I know that they are not the right people to do this job. And maybe for their own gain. Oh, uh, yes, yes. They they eat them. They harvest them. It's there's very little food out on these plains. You you understand little to eat, which is why we're having bread and water. So speaking of, while they're having this conversation, I'm just very quietly casting prestidigitation over the pot to make it all taste really amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Bread, water. That's gonna taste like like amazing, like beef stew. So this mother worm, she's not as friendly as your friend the worm. Oh no, much like all mother worms, she's very territorial, but when all of the worms are your children, then all of the territory is yours, and so you have much more to be protective over. Um, She is much more strong, much more mean Mm. than these other worms. I couldn't. I could never talk to her. I've tried from a distance and found myself leaving quickly. Uh, she wants nothing to do with with our type. Look, um, you may stay here for the night. I'm, I'm not one for conversation. You you've proven yourself to me. Uh, something you did not have to do. Something that I was asking too much of, if I'm being quite honest. But yep. I had to make sure that you meant what you said. If you wouldn't put yourselves on the line, why should I let you in? Honey, fair. Mm. Never doubt the word of a lore bard. Uh, yes, I suppose. Read your books, tell your stories. I'm much more impressed with your writing of the worm. <laughs> Look, I, I have, and he, he walks over, and he, he doesn't have a chest, but he starts to pull out these clothes, and he throws these brown garbs on the ground, and he says, if you go in, you should be disguised as the monks. There are over a thousand of them at this monastery, so uh, no one keeps track. Um, however, you should pick an order that you stick to, and you should make friends with whoever's in charge of that order first, because they will be the first to call you out. The orders are the only thing that keep tracks of the people. So as long as you can blend in there, you should blend in in the entire place. Do you recommend one over the others? Order of the scroll. That would be more accepting of newcomers? Well, it's it's hard to say. All of the masters, you understand that I I don't... We understand you're not directly related to them anymore. Should we all be part of the same order? Only if you wish to all be in the same place at the same time. Order of the scroll. There's the order of the scroll. Are you familiar with monks? Uh, no, uh, Frogmarsh told us about Frogmarsh told us some on the way, yeah. The Order of the Scroll will certainly give you access to their scriptures, to their libraries. Uh, the Order of the Rose will give you access to uh, who has come in and who has gone out, and, and who is new and who is not. And then the Order of the Chisel will give you access to otherwise restricted areas, since you were the repair team. So, all of them have their benefits, uh, you can see, but uh, don't get caught up in the politics of the things because if you can't convince the head of each of the orders, whichever you may pick, that you were a part of it, well, all is lost regardless. I feel like I might be able to help with 
I'm, I'm very convincing. We do have someone who can't read. Very convincing. So I'm not sure about Order the Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can cover for him. It's fine. There are vows of silence. I in can't the world. also read any language ever written. So. I feel like your ability to do that balances my ability to do the opposite. <laughs> not read at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be a vow of silence for something like Costa was saying. Oh. I hate that. I want to talk. <laughs> I think that's that's smart, maybe. For that's you not patches. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and dress Buffalo up like a monk. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like draping over him. You can get into some shysty shit by not speaking. That's true. Mm-hmm. People underestimate I feel you. like you can communicate a lot without actually saying anything. Monks take vows of silence all the time. You've sarcasm without language on fleek. No, just take yeah, a vow of silence. It. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm a silent. Patches is shutting up? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Don't let if us you're quiet, you can steal more. Hey, just so we have our first story. ten seconds when you're in there, and he's just like, "Oh, but you just wait. I'm gonna get the last word." <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. No doubt, darling. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. In addition, to all these things, probably the most important and uh, the least I've talked about. I I, uh, I know the gatekeeper, so I can certainly get you in. Perfect. Let's What's the do. gatekeeper's yeah. name? Anything we should say? I think I know the gatekeeper. Is the gatekeeper Father Hearn? Yeah, I know him. I've met him. Did he know Marika you as a monk? and I have been a little bit around the monastery. Like, everyone knows Father Hearn. He's, okay. There's not much to know, but okay. I have met him once or twice. Oh, well, then perhaps you don't need me after all. Seems you wrote that thing for no good reason, huh? Uh, <laughs> that was just a side note, Wes. I didn't realize it was important. <laughs> Did he know you as a monk when you met him? No, but I can disguise myself. You better. So are we taking a rest here? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can certainly rest for the night, talk amongst yourselves, and, and I, um, I can talk with you too if you like. Um, I'd like to, I don't know. If I we don't rest some, up, we're going to fucking die. No, I was just saying I want to spend some time in my spell book. Are we tiny hutting or are we just laying on the floor? No, we're in his. We in his. Oh, room. it's are cold we, though. Are we safe here? Is it warm? I, mean, I like the cold. Oh, he has a fire. Oh, yeah, and the cauldron's going. We'll just yeah. use our bedrolls. I'll keep anyone warm who needs warmth. I did not use the slot. <laughs> Rattly buffalo and tiny gumbel are like tucked up and into this. You guys eat your bread soup. It doesn't taste great, but it tastes better than it might have because Callista was able to it. magically enhanced it. Right. You and cast so you garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I cast oh, MSG. Like <laughs> you're, you're hungry in an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you all, you feel your tummy's full. Patches is feeling worse for wear. Um, I'm going to spend a little time in my spell book. I want to very respectfully ask if I can sleep curled up next to his worm friend, since we're buds now. Girl, you're crazy. <laughs> it just burns you the whole night and I wake just, up dead. I just, I want to be warm, uh, and I know if, she's if good. If you wish to sleep in that room, you can, and, and though her and I are, uh, well, I wouldn't say deep, deep friends, but... Uh, hmm, Is she we were safe? Would she tweet, treat me well? She She'll kill you. She wouldn't let me sleep in You'd die. Uh, sorry, what? Is it safe? Oh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to sit in there with her for a minute and draw some sketches and write a little bit about her, and then I'll come out and go to bed. Okay, yeah, so everybody's eating their garlic bread soup, and Callista walks <laughs> away. She makes some sketches of the Rimmeray's mama, and um, Guy, what were you doing? Putting a monk robe on Buffalo, and no, really. is, oh, <laughs> and Arwell is like writing a couple of spells down. And everybody has a long rest. Mm. That's so nice. How and then many sessions has it been since we had one of those? It's 
three. All right. At least. Three. Cool. Not as uh, bad as when what? you were in Raven's Oh my god. How do I figure out how many hit dice I get back? Half. Half. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get half your hit dice back. Hit Next dice. You all wake Sounds up. familiar. Yeah, weird. Oh my so, god. So I'm gonna push this forward. I'm tired of y'all. Mibble wakes y'all up, and he says, Hey, time to fucking go! Uh, I kept my promise, you rubbed the thing, here are your ropes, I told you what to do. Um, Let's go! I like living by myself, I gotta set this worm free, and if I don't, she's probably gonna eat all of you, so... Bye! Sounds good, I get on the buffalo and already start riding. He's like, yeah, uh, friend, there's a there's a backpack way. That's where I go. Okay, and he, he walks you back that way, and as you walk back this way, you walk deep into this mountain, and as you get into this mountain, there start this slope starts up and inside of it. And Mill tells you a lot of different things. That he used to be a monk at the Monastery of the Yellow Rose. That he didn't like the rules and the boundaries that they put on him. That he thought it was suffocating him. That it was limiting him. That he wasn't able to train harder than he wanted to because they kept putting these regulations on what he was doing. But that he kept a lot of relationships on the inside. That they still care for him and that they still keep watch of him. They don't think he knows, but he knows and he sees it as a gesture of kindness. And as you all are walking up through this place, it takes about two hours to walk up this because it is a constant, gradual slope that is carved all the way up and through these mountains, almost like an emergency exit. But as he gets up to this thing, there is a solid stone wall in front of him. And he says, just be kind. Father Hearn is a strange man, and he's on his way out at the monastery, from what I hear. So, oh, don't do that, though. Is but he kind? Are these people kind? Like, oh, I... the monks are very kind. They're generous people, and they look out for others before themselves. They okay. serve right. ill mater. Okay. They, they see others before themselves all the time, as uh, do I, in a sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> he says, anyway, and then he, like, touches his finger up onto the stone, and then he pulls his hand back, and you see it turn to stone, and he goes to punch, and it stops right before it. He spreads all of his fingers out, and he pushes it. And you see the stone, like, shift back just a bit, and it seems like it shifts back and drops into this divot and then slides to the side, and you see uh, an old man. His face is sagging. He is wearing robes similar to all of you. Everyone has their robes on, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, robes similar to all of you. We have that pelt. Can we throw the... What kind of pelt is it? Is it big enough to cover Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo's already know. wearing Buffalo a... has a cowhide. Can you cast your uh, invisibility on other people? You totally can. I can. Would you care to cast invisibility on Buffalo? That would make things maybe I a little easier. What's that cast... weird clopping noise. It's, yeah. New shoes. <laughs> you know what? Put some rags around his feet. The, no, I'll cast no, invisibility on him. No invisibility you, on him. I think if you, if you tell your story... I no, think. that's exactly what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm going to be honest with these people. Okay. I almost cast invisibility in this. <laughs> <laughs> I like, wait! Yeah, okay. we're going. If you change your mind, let now, me know. The press guy's we're watching doing, you do all of this. We're doing it. I will, <laughs> I'll save it for you if you need it. Don't worry about it. We're good. And he, he looks out and he says... Marvel, it's good to see you. It has been long. You bring friends to my gate once again. Strange friends. Hi, Father Hurd. It's nice to see you again. And he squints out toward you and he says, Remove thine hood. Never thought I would see you here. It's good to see you again. You too. Look, uh, if you were coming in and Marvel is escorting you in, come in, but... I need to ask you two things. One, someone's gunning for my job, so don't tell anyone I was the one who let you in. Tell them that the female gatekeeper at the front gate let you in if they ask. Uh, Agreed. Excuse me? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. silent. Sorry. What's her name? 
Oh, great question. Amazing. Goddamn. She let me in. I didn't ask her name. She didn't ask mine. snapper. Oh, even better. Yes. If they asked, she didn't ask her name. That's good. That's very good. Yes. Um, but don't, 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 don't know. Maybe don't talk too badly about her. Don't just. Just don't tell him who let you in. I don't want to have anything bad to come of her. She's a good girl. I just don't want to lose my job. We'll play mm. dumb. We definitely won't do that. Uh, I trust you. I like the way you enunciated the definitely. And mm -hmm. I want your I'm very to believable. Um, uh, okay, second question. Uh, what the what the fuck is that animal with you? <laughs> and yeah. Mammal's like, well, watch your mouth! And he's like, ah, yes, apologies. <laughs> This right here's my best friend, and he died, and I'm coming to seek the help of the monks to potentially uh, resurrect his soul. Boom. Very well. All right, enter. Go on. <laughs> That's apparently an acceptable answer. That's good. Well, many people come here in search of the monks, this raging storm, and as this rock slides, you see that storm. Like, though this place is barricaded in, you can see past him, and this storm isn't raging deep and inside of this place, but it is raging all the way around it. And as you look up, you were closer to the clouds than you have been in this entire time. You can see them swirling around this place, like a hurricane on a Doppler radar. You can see those clouds gathering just above this place. These winds are howling, and even past these walls, you were so high up, and the, the world is so curved, you can see out and over these walls, as strange and disorienting as it is. But as you come into this place, it is beautiful. There are perfectly kept gardens that even in this snow are pristine. This storm has not knocked over the blueberry vines. This storm has not killed the grass that is in this place. Strangely enough, the sands that have been raked in the Zen gardens are still perfectly raked. The only thing that seems off kilter in this entire monastery is how hard all of the wind chimes are blowing that are everywhere. You can see them hanging from every nook, every crevice, all these glass, all these wooden, all these stone wind chimes clanging. And it doesn't sound like a this crazy disturbance Strangely enough, they all seem to be ringing together in this really strange harmony. And you can see many people moving about this place. There is one main building just in front of you, to the side of it, a smaller one. And just behind the two of them, there are a few other smaller buildings and then a tower that, even though you can't see it through the storm, you can see it rising in the distance. Mm. And as these monks are tending to these blueberries in these gardens, Mavel says, Well, uh, it's been real, mothers. See you later. <laughs> I, wait, I have two questions. I'm sorry. Oh, I see what you're doing. It's like a play on what uh, Father Hearn was doing, because he had two, and now you have two. Uh, uh, they're actually, oh, sorry, they're for Father Hearn. Well, oh, But oh. Uh, we thank you for your help <laughs> and your hospitality. We appreciate it. I showed you no hospitality. I simply met my bargain, and you proved yourselves to the winds and to the elements and to me. Well, you didn't have to feed us, so thank you. Feed us. <laughs> Well, I suppose the garlic bread soup was the best I've ever made. That it was. It was the best I have ever made. It was mm -hmm, delicious. Mm -hmm. And now I won't eat for two months because I ate twice this month. And I, and I will see you later. It was, it was, I, uh, I treated myself last mm -hmm. night. Good luck, little asshole. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Father Hearn. And he walks away, and as you all walk in, you, you hear him, like, mumbling to himself as he walks away, and he's like, yes, I know, they might not have been perfect, but they were good enough, better than the last, surely. I can't believe it. And you hear this voice, like, echoing up and through this hallway, and it's like, 
and then this stone like shoots <laughs> shut behind her. is just like pinching the bridge of her nose and shaking her head. Father Hearn oh, is like, God. the less amount of time you talk to me, and you can see his mm-hmm. skin sagging. You can't see much else though. He has this like burlap looking uncomfortable cloak on, much like all of you do, and like all you can see is his sagging face. There's no beard on it. His eyes have these, these big bags under him. His eyes are also just a little cattywampus. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the less time you talk to me, the less likely it is that I get in trouble for helping out an old friend. I point at my mouth, and then I just make, like, the shoulder shrug emoticon <laughs> yeah. gesture. And he says, I don't speak. Thieves can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're just two very small things that have piqued my interest. First, the storm is interesting to me, and I wonder if you know anything of it. Well, I suppose I do. Not in the sense that, wait, why are you interested it's just, it's an unusual storm. I've seen many because of where I'm from, and this one seems different. Well, you're right about that. This storm has raged for so many days. Ten and three now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not know much of it. Uh, I'm, I'm no cleric, but I do know that when Mother Savan, the mistress of the East Wind, fell ill, the storm started but Hmm. my second question i'm just i have a great interest in music and the musical arts and i wonder if there's someone i could talk to about how all of these wind chimes even with the wildness of the wind from this storm how they all play in such perfect harmony i'm going to ask you the question to answer your question Hmm. i hope that you answer it correctly how do you think they were made more importantly who do you think made them? Honestly, I have no experience with wind chimes, so <laughs> I don't know. Consider what you know of the monastery. Mm. There are three orders, and if mm. you were to walk around asking who makes these things, mm-hmm. you will be found out sooner than you wish. I see. I was looking more for, like, a, if there was a specific person who uh, knew more about them than just that generality. Uh, I understand. Please, take no offense, I just am setting a standard here for you because here... I appreciate that. Everyone knows what everyone else's jobs are. The Order of the Chisel has made these. And they are all taught to make them as such. The wind, it, it hits them in the same way. And they interpret it back to us hmm. all at once. No matter the wildness. No matter the wildness. It's lovely. I am just a gatekeeper. I am the... I am one of two monks that does not belong to an order here, but it has been that way for decades. Mm. I do not mean to upset you, but... Oh, no. If you ask these questions to others, you will be caught on to immediately here. This is valuable knowledge, and I'm grateful. You will stay in the guest house unless you can find other accommodations through convincing people that your strange cow skeleton and you are... I don't even need accommodations, and I got shit to do, so let's get the fuck on way. How are new initiates normally handled? Like everyone else, their bodies are put to the test, and uh, they Mm. they pray in the Temple of Ilmater once daily. They eat with everyone else in the kitchens, and, uh, well, they sometimes drink the blueberry wines if they so wish. But you could attempt to convince people you are visitors. Mm -hmm. However... I would recommend staying in the guest house. Mm, fair. Thank you. The accommodations are much nicer, and it is not unheard of for new recruits to stay there. There are baths 
hot baths. There is better food. He said hot. Furniture. The rest of the monastery does not have such amenities. Yeah, we stay in there, are, bitches. All of the monks are of Ilmater, right? Oh, everyone. So taking from... Ugh, can I roll religion to see what I know about yeah, Ilmater? Because I don't think Adelaide knows anything about Ilmater. 19? Yeah, with a 19, mm. you would know that Ilmater is uh, the god of tears, the god of endurance, that a lot of people misunderstand Ilmater, and they think that his people make themselves suffer or suffer in other people's places. But what a lot of people interpret it as is they suffer with others, and because they suffer with them and they feel their pain, they want to see them out of it quicker. They understand pain better than anybody, and they okay. are uh, their skin is hardened, their muscles are hardened, is because of the things that they have to endure. And that is why, most likely why they are located in this place is because they want to endure these winds and these storms. And it also might be why it seems so strange that they don't see it as an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. They're like, it's just another test. But more than anything, it is a compassionate religion. And the suffering and pain that they feel, they feel for others, not themselves. And so they want to see other people rid of that pain, and they are quick to take it on themselves if possible. So if we were to take place in these cushy uh, dorms or whatever... People would look weirdly upon You're that. asking him that? Yeah. Uh, not as new recruits. Uh, you, you've simply come to see this place, but know that the monks, except for the cook, don't really go there. You should be safe. There are others uh, who are more worldly than us monks, who may have some insight into the place we don't. Potentially those Fey I detected earlier. Potentially. <laughs> Those are probably the people we need to find. Cool. Well, I speak Sylvan. Let's do it. I jump on Buffalo, and I'm already 19 steps ahead of everyone. Meanwhile, Callista is trailing behind everybody wherever they go, just trying to like harmonize with the wind chimes with her loot. Ooh, I like mm -hmm. that. Mm. So where are you guys heading? Directly on the path that the dude told us to go on. To the guest houses? Yeah. Okay. So you all walk into the guest house. The guest house is a large separate building that is near the last gate. All around this place, there are a couple of gates. There's a gate master at each. Hearn is the first of these gate masters that you've met. And as you walk up into this place, you can smell the salts of this bathhouse. And you can smell the herbs of it. And this is not a dinky bathhouse by any means. Like, they take very good care of their guests. You can see the blueberry wine that is set out for you to uncork and drink. You can see these baths, and it is very spirited away. In the sense that these herbs come down, and they knock down, and this hot water comes in, and they fill up whatever you want to use with it. You can see a few of the guests lounging in these baths. You know that there are beds that are up in the top of this, and there's food that is served to these guests throughout the day. Wait, also, I'm not talking. When... You don't have to be, though. <laughs> no, I think that's a great idea. I think we were talking to others, that's fine. You can talk to us. Can I look around and... I feel like and we should secure our perceive... accommodations first and make ourselves yeah. official if here. And just, then... If anybody looks like they're in charge. I mean, do I have to roll for that? Yep. It's a fucking three. Ah, you have no <laughs> idea. The person who's taking a bath could be in charge. The person who's drinking the blueberry wine could be in charge. Fuck, man, Buffalo could be in charge. Um, can I? Sorry. I ask Buffalo for a room. <laughs> Who's in charge? I you yell that out. I Who's in charge here? I say it and it echoes because it's bathhouse. <laughs> I just start walking around and talking to people. Okay. There, there's someone sitting in a chair who is reading a book. There's someone who is over at the blueberry wine and corking it and pouring a glass. I feel like the person reading. reading the book is who we should talk to. Because we're what else do we see Listen, did you want to do something before scroll people? Well, he just I'm not breaking up. That's what I was making sure. You were suggesting something, <laughs> and the whole party was like, Meh. Perhaps oh. we should secure our mm -hmm. accommodations and make ourselves officially known before mm -hmm. we start hitting people up for the info. Also, I think we should sort of come across like we already know the info. 
Yeah. Some of it, Don't you yeah. think? Or just like we know some info and we're looking maybe to or we're new. We're research guests. more information. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We are new and guests. And so we come in knowing some things. We want to know the yeah. rest. Um, can I look around and see if there might be any markings on robes that might identify like stature? Absolutely. Within the monastery? Uh, roll investigation. Investigation. Sure. Okay. Uh, 26. 26. Uh, I will say that the person who is in the bath, they are like head back, hot cloth over their eyes, just like chilling the fuck out. Sounds nice. There is a it little sounds ha- like suffering. There's a there's a little halfling that is like pouring this wine. None of them have robes on or look like monks for what it's worth. There's a little halfling and she has this blueberry wine and she there are like little glasses that are all around this blueberry wine. They are modest glasses. She has obviously brought a glass from somewhere else because she like she might as well just take the whole bottle as she was pouring this thing. But she's just Hell pouring yeah. and grumbling. What you do notice more than anything is that there is a man flipping through a book, and he does not seem to be reading it intently. He seems to be flipping boredly through it, like he's read it a hundred times before, as he's just like flipping through this thing. Talk to the guy with the book. It's like the I mean, like a season out. premiere of the real world. Like everybody gets there to pick your rooms. Oh, I, I mean, but I'm happy to talk to the guy with the book. You go for it. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just going to go over and be like, hey, uh, what are you reading? And he, like, as he's flipping through it, it's this it's this male human. And as he's flipping through this book, he shuts it. And he sits it down in his lap. And he says, a book. Okay, girl. Eloquent. Hmm. I'm sorry. We've just arrived. Do you know who would speak to you about accommodations? I am just a guest here. Is it... Uh, Seems you all are not. Who did you speak to about accommodations? We literally just got here. I spoke to no one. I walked up to the main gate and told them I was a sage searching for histories of orcs and goblins. They let me in because I need to see their genealogy records. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm going to go over to the halfling. <laughs> yeah, you see the halfling, and she's just like leaning against this bar, and she looks up at all of you, and you can see her like <laughs> trying to play it cool, but you can also see her look back down at her glass and like, Fighting that smile down like someone's coming over. <laughs> cool. I'll, gonna, I'll take one of the modest glasses mm-hmm. and push it over to her and wink at her and be like, "Fill me up, girl." And yeah, she looks over at you and you see this little smile come across her face and she's like, "Finally, someone who can drink. This place is so dreadful." And you're monks. I don't see a lot of the monks drinking. And your your strange cow friend with the. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he makes a lot of interesting faces. And she looks out at all of you. He kind of only makes one face now. And she says, well, I don't. She says, well, I suppose I don't really know much about monks anyway. So maybe monks, you're all different, I guess, right? Like, who am I to judge or to make rules? Wait, how long have you been here? And she grabs the bottle and pours yours full. And she looks over to guy and she says, you look like you could use a drink. And she's like... <laughs> Uh, I I don't know where I am, but uh, I should be finding my quarters. Can you help me find my quarters? Yeah, and she's like, she's like, I'm I'm sure I can help you find a room, but uh, my room is pretty large. Uh, (laughs) All right, you goddamn floozy, I hate like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll I can I I can just show you how big my room is. Later, how long have do you all know each other? Why are you all talking? Why all five of you talking to me? <laughs> we do all know each other. We just got here. Oh my god, you just got here? Yeah. yeah. In that fucking storm? I know, yeah. right? 
What are and the conditions I, like? I in pour her a little this bit. Boring fucking place. It's like living in a fucking library. I pour her a little bit from my flask into her wine just to like top it off a little bit and make it a little stronger. She's like, oh, pour it separate. Pour it separate. Okay, fine. Yeah. A purist. Girl, modern, <laughs> modest glass. I, um, I just do like some shadow boxing. Like I know how to fucking punch, you know? Um, and then I sit down and like very dramatically meditate. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm such a fucking monk. No, I'm just like right in the okay. middle of the fucking. And place. she like she like walks over to the guy. She like puts his, her hand on his knee, uh, and and she's like she gets the whiskey. She throws it back, easy peasy, slams it back down on. She walks over and she's like, "This blueberry wine, it, it's pretty good, but uh, I haven't had liquor in so long, two weeks." Yeah, girl. I've got these two humans with me. Uh, they're so. What are y'all doing here? Boring. I, I'm just a merchant. Some other merchants just came in here, though. I'm just here to drink. I came here <laughs> to drink, to sell the blueberry wine. <laughs> and I drank some of what I bought. Well, I mean, you got to sample it, right? Well, I, be- I should have left 11 days ago. But this storm is keeping us here. I can't Stuck. believe this. How did you get here? What are the conditions like? Yeah. Please it's, tell me. I could leave in this. Oh, it's girl. pretty rough. It's, it's terrible. Bad. I've got two money counters with me. They're no fun. They don't like to drink. They don't like to party. They like to calculate numbers. Mm. What and so I've had to drink for three people. What are you, you been hearing about the storm? You gotta. <laughs> the storm, it's, it's been... It's, I feel that. So I, drink outside. I heard. <laughs> Have the monks been talking about what they might be thinking is causing it? No, the monks only talk about enduring it. They're so boring. They just want to do the same I thing I feel with like everything. they kind of like it. Look, uh, there were some other merchants that came in, though, and they came in fine, and they left fine, and we tried to leave, and we couldn't get out the front gate. Mm, timing. How did you get up here? How'd you get up here, big guy? A friend of mine wrestled a worm. Hey, uh, so... And she's like, hey, I, I wouldn't mind wrestling a worm. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, darling. <laughs> I'm here on business, just like yourself. She's like, me? Oh, never mind, you beat me to it. I think your uh, business is uh, to uh, gargle hog and chew bubble gum, and you're all out of gum. <laughs> I don't even know what gum is. Me either. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm looking around. Do I recognize anybody that looks fey-ish, since I know they're around here? You can roll a perception for me. Come on, dude. <laughs> it's been rough. Nat 20. Hey! Whisper to it, dude. Apparently so. <laughs> the person soaking in the bath is obviously an elf. I roll over to the elf. Yeah, she's she's like got her hand on him. She just said she wanted to wrestle your worm, sorta. And then you're like, I bet you do. And then you walk away. <laughs> is what happens here? You just yes. snubbed her ass. Yeah, Absolutely. and so she's, yeah, you can see her like. I sort of lean over to her and I'm like, oh, don't mind him. He's got sort of a one track mind sometimes. Sometimes it's the wrong track. And she and looks I'm just at like, you and she winks and she's like, me too. Yeah. So I just, I give her the flask and I'm like, I can't drink this here. I want the flask back, but you can have what's in it. She's like, that's very generous. What do you want to know? Wait, why are you here? I've told you what I'm here. Oh, we all came together. That's we're why sorta, you're here? Well. I came with those two guys. We're but... here for the same reason. Um, As me? No. <laughs> no. I had a little bit on the way up. Sorry. We, uh... <laughs> We're, we were curious about the storm, and we, I mean, we were scheduled to come visit anyway, and we're just going to check it out, you know. But while I'm here, you know, I got to behave. I got to be a monk, you know. I stand so up and I'd like you to enjoy that. Boxing again. You enjoy that on my behalf, and if you see anything you think might be interesting for us to know, you tell me. She's like, 
Like what? What do you what do, what do you mean? Oh, you think that seems weird that you think maybe shouldn't be going on in a monastery? I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on here. They just like pray all day and have them drink. That's normal monk shit. No, weird stuff that's not monk shit. Oh, there were those merchants. They just came in here and then they just left. They left in the middle of the store. They just brought some shit and they dumped it off and they left. And we tried to leave. We couldn't get. Did you see what they brought? We couldn't get. Hang on. We couldn't get halfway out of the front door. Okay, now you go. Okay. What did they bring? Did you see it? She pours more of that blueberry (laughs) wine into her glass. Uh-huh. And I just sort of hold on to her glass for a minute and make eye contact. And, I'm like, and she grabs another glass and she pours I'm just trying to keep her from getting that. drunk too fast. And she starts sipping on it. I'm like, what What? What they bring? Do you see? <laughs> yeah. Really weird stuff. I sold them some blueberry wine, though. <laughs> Good. Bought for as much as I would have made on half of the shipment. Awesome. Um, they, I had them. They left so fast. I had them convinced that I bought the last of it, and so they didn't ask. Well done. Yeah, girl. So anyway, uh, they just brought some like wood and nails and like this weird tarp with this blue writing on it. I don't know what it was, but the monks uh, came and they paid for what it. What kind of writing? Was it a language? Know, I, I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it. Could you like sketch like the idea of what it looked like? Uh, Sorry, that stuff. That shit's fascinating to me. No, it's fair. Where'd they take it? Oh, I don't know. The monks bought it. I guess it's building materials for one of their weird little oh, clubs. Wait. There was some, the merchants on the road. You remember those guys we ran into and they had that cloth with the shit mm-hmm. on it? Mm-hmm. You think it's the same guy? Yes. Maybe. Did you know any names? <laughs> it's okay. I know if you're trying you to like. I was gonna. I was gonna say. <laughs> if only you could fucking write. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak or write or read. You can. Um, you can I was talk just to say, us. Like, I, is the tarp still here? Yeah. Have you seen it? I'd like to look at it. Oh, I saw it when I came in, but they bought. I, they bought. I don't know. They it's the same it. motherfuckers. You it's didn't watch where they people. took that shit. That's important knowledge. No, what? Where they took the pieces of wood? The tarp. <laughs> you guys are it's their carpenters. They're carpenters, and they had a tarp. It's those motherfuckers, without question. Them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Easy yeah. And then I and it. then I like punch a little more and sit back down. This Valentine's is not working out. Homeboy only speaks with a deep uh, wisdom. It's because it was an elf. Guy, you walk over to this other elf who is sitting in this pool. He has this wet, hot washcloth over his eyes. He's leaned back over it. The smell of like jasmine and mint is pouring up and out of this thing, and it is so refreshing, and the air is so humid, and it feels good. And it drips off of buffalo's bones, and you walk up to this guy, and he does not even budge when you walk up. Just sitting I pop the robes off, and I slide down into the hot, warm water, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's a guy. Man, I tell you what, <laughs> there is one thing that would make this so much better, is the soothing, wonderful music of Elvish Presley. God, I love his jams. Uh, this guy, this guy, like, doesn't look over at you, doesn't tilt his head, he just, like, scoots down the edge of the back. I scoot a little further over, and I'm like, hey, brother. Aren't you elvish? Don't you listen to uh, the king? Uh, uh, quietly under this thing. Not if I can help it. Yeah, more of like a Rolling Stones guy. Anyway, hey, listen. I'm just trying to make conversation. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in a bit of a pickle. My best friend died. And I'm trying to uh, to find some redemption for him. I know it might not be in the best interest of the universe to try to resurrect somebody from the dead, but mm-hmm. you're another worldly creature. You know anybody around here that's got some power like that? Uh, and he, without looking up, this cloth over his eyes, he says, I certainly don't know anyone myself, but 
I know that some merchants came in here and they were wounded. They took them up to the Medica where that woman has been since I was here and they took care of all of the merchants. That really horny woman? No, uh, uh, some, some monk, uh, I'm, I'm unsure. But look, they, they helped the merchants out. And, and so if you wish to bring anything back to life or to help its body be restored, perhaps you should look there and not in the baths in a bathhouse where people are trying to relax. I understand. Sorry, I'm new here. But thank you for your info, bro. Don't mention it. I crawl out and stay naked. You see the halflings talking to Callista, and then guy gets up and out of the bath, and she's like, <laughs> Callista just gets up and walks away. Her head just turns toward him, uh, and I've lost her. Oh God! Were you? Uh, so we'll come back to you guys. Yeah. Guys walking over. She's clearly I've lost her for this conversation. So I'm. Um, she's just looking at do, guy. Do I recognize this elf? Does it look like a moon elf? Roll investigation. Yes. Hmm, eight? Uh, with an eight, you, <laughs> would, an eight. you would know as an elf, the steam is making it kind of hard to see him. You heard his voice just a little bit. but Can I say Lysander? He like pulls this cloth over his head and drops it on the side, and he's like, yes. Sorry to bother you, it's me, Adelaide. You know, the hot-ass, frosty girl that you met out in the tundra. Yes, I remember the lost girl out in the tundra. Yeah, you know, I survived. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> do you know something about this cloth with blue lettering? Do you know where they might have taken it? Yes, of course. They stayed in the guest house with the rest of us, peddling simple wares, nails and boards. and. Something. Why would they come this far Tarp. in the tundra for simple wares? Something is fishy. About those people. Something's wrong. <laughs> and then leave immediately. I don't know much about building materials, but there seems to be an entire little clubhouse here. And he looks up to you, and you can see his like his blue skin looking out to you, his moonlight silver hair, and his glassed-over eyes as he's looking, and this steam is pouring up and around him. And he says, "And though I don't know them, I'm still a moon elf. I know magic when I see it." And something written to the tops of those things. Mm. But I don't know where they went. You um, think it might be in this clubhouse? He says, the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. I'm sure it is in their strange little gathering space. Mm. Sorry, did you see the writing on the tarp? Only briefly enough to recognize it as runes. So you don't remember any of the runes, what they might have meant? Uh, all I know was that they were for wind or something. I saw that written on the side of one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems somewhat related to a storm, you think? Was Maybe. the storm, did the storm start as the merchants left? Uh, I've been While they were here? The storm has raged for 10 and 13 days, a 10 mm-hmm. day and three. Uh, the merchants showed up only a few days ago, just one or two, actually. Oh, so the storm started before they got here. Oh, yes. Interesting. But they I were able they to arrive and depart. A tower far to the end of the monastery. Perhaps they were building materials oh, for it. We should look there. Also, yeah, we should. Also, Who uses that tower? Do you know? Uh, the mistress of the East Wind. She was a prominent woman. Strong, smart. She used oh. to use that tower. I want to see Savan. And then, uh, ah, you know her actual name. Mm-hmm. She no, fell ill. 
They keep her in the Medica, unable to wake her. I don't know much, but I do know that the storm started around the time she fell when ill. she fell ill. And that she fell ill where they are making those repairs. Hmm. I wouldn't read too far into it, though. I they would. have uh, hired someone to come in and take care of her, but I don't know much about it or, or, or something like that. Interesting. I'd like to see what... Yeah. I put my wet robe on. Oh. <laughs> Patches is doing fang punches and sitting over by the pool. Um, if we can, let's see um, the Lady Savan and then make our way to the tower. Do we know anything about her history? Like where she came from before she was here? Do you guys know? Yeah. You get a roll of history, but it's doubtful. Mm. What are you doing? I'm just... It would be helpful to know more about her. I'm not sure they're going to want to let us in to see her at her sickbed. Right. I mean... Hang in there, everybody. I've lost three of you. Let's go. No, we're here. <laughs> like, would we know? We wouldn't know where she was before she was here. Well, we could just ask where the medico is and then... I want to know, like, her background so oh. I can concoct a reason for us to be let in to see her. Um, I'll roll history on and see if, like, Frog March told me anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, 21. Yeah, the 21 mm. Frog March told you that when she fell sick, the storm came in, and that they don't believe in magical medicines. They believe mm-hmm. in enduring through pain and learning lessons through that, but that they did hire someone because of this strange circumstance of her not waking up for so long. So, uh, I've heard whispers of these, uh, like, these big prayers they do up here or like some sort of uh, like ritual or something? Are those uh, publicly accessible? Or do you know what those are? Or am I just misinformed? Some meditation that is meant to be uh, an offering toward Ilmater. But yes, anyone can go. Anyone can participate. They have many of them a day in the temple of Ilmater here at the monastery. Are they just prayer circles, or do they actually use magic and stuff? I'm only wanting to know because I, I just want to witness it. Uh, it's just a meditation as far as I understand it. I mean, we could just say we're order the scroll and just pretend we've been here for a little bit. We can get in the libraries and look at some shit. Yeah, or... They might have something on the tear fall. Or we could just... Actually, we should just say we're from the Order of the Chisel so we can get into that little tower because that's the way we can get into mm. closed areas. Works and for me. Yeah, uh, let's say do we're that. here to, in, you know. We're tinkers. We're, we can yeah, take it. Tinker, fuck away. <laughs> Down. Let's do it. Order the chisel. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Let's go. I'm, just, um, I'm trusting Lysander, you, kids. <laughs> okay, yeah, go over my shoulder. Lysander, uh, do you know which way to the tower, Medica? The tower and the Medica are separate. Okay. You can go to the other end of this monastery in the main building. You can't miss it. It's the only place they're crushing up herbs for some sort of medicine. Okay. And the tower, which you certainly can't miss. It's okay. the only one. It sits at the back of the monastery on the side of the cliff. Some cool. of the monks uh, pray there or something. And he, and he says, if that's all, and he, he grabs the rag that, that he had over his head, and he dips it in the hot water, and he like, puts it back over his eyes, and he leans back on it. Um, we're going to say we're order of the chisel. So we that way we can get into the tower. you got to tell him so he doesn't speak up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I say, yep. <laughs> Perfect, let's go. All right, are we leaving? Yeah. I want to stop by my halfling friend and take back what I'm assuming is now an empty flask. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> screw the top back on it, tuck it away. And I sure. whisper to her, I'm like, 
you'll be able to leave in a few days. It's time to start sobering up and give her a little smack with my tail. Oh, on her butt? <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I run back by, I open up my robes, and I go, you'll never get these sweet giblets. And then I just pop it back on and run. She looks at me, and she's like, oh. <laughs> should we just go to the tower, or should we maybe investigate what's happening to Lady Savant I think the more we know before we get in there, the better. But I'm a lore bard, so I'm all about knowledge. So. Me too. I'm down with your plan. I mean, I want to get down the heart of this shit, but... I mean, if y'all want to, like, you know, learn something first. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. That's cool. Um, But I kind of just want to go. But I don't know. Where are we going to... Where are we going? That's the The tower. Oh, yeah, let's just go to the tower. I don't want to learn shit. (laughs) Fuck learning. Great. All right, so we got four (laughs) fuck learnings. Three Three. fuck learnings and two... Uh Learn. Learn. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making the decision yeah. for no, no, no. y'all asses. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're um, just we're just gonna we'll just fake it. If we were ordered no, the I'm scroll, okay we it. could go in the library I'm not worried about and faking research it. it. I was just wanting to see what's actually physically affecting Lady Savan. Because oh, I can do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, who is Lady Savan? She's the lady that's like, potentially she's causing the mother storm. of the she East Wind or something along those lines. At the same time lines. as the storm started raging. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's connected. So how do we get in to see her? We kill her. We go to the, the, the whole place down. Can we just do that as people? Possibly. If we say we're order the chisel and we're here to like maybe like inspect the foundations or whatever. She's not in the tower. We're the she's order in the, of the chisel. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can just still get in there. We're inspecting. Is it worth a try? Is it yeah. in the same way? It's they're semi close. They're different buildings. Let's, fucking, let's go see her. I don't care. Do let's just go do something. Yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt we're gonna be able to <laughs> Y'all making me break my balance. <laughs> I highly doubt we're gonna be able to roll up in there unguarded though. Yeah. Um we have, Do we still have another <laughs> can someone feign death again? <laughs> Bring him into the medico. That's why I was looking for some way to be able to say that we were sense to look in on her condition and see if we could lend our aid to improving that. It's we are great with rolling with that. Come up with a story. Yeah. I feel like she's connected to I have it. Could you if all, we can could, have her help, it will be a probably lot better. This way too yeah. much. All right. um, Let's check her out. Could, yeah, could you all be monks and I'm your guest from Thinga Spark Spring or something? Yes. Sure. We've bought our friend from Thinga Spark Spring because we think outside knowledge might be helpful in determining what ails her. Yeah. 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 Let's like try. Let's, let's play through this. Let's try. In this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all are walking through this monastery, you see that there are these enormous pillars all the way down. It is this Gothic architecture. And as you're walking through this Gothic architecture, these pillars, these wind chimes are constantly blowing. And what is really, really cool is as you start to wind your way around these enormous corridors, these huge hallways, they are outside. They are exposed. You see other monks walking by you in groups that are very similar to the size of yours. Some of them hold tools while some of them don't. But as you walk back toward this monastery, you realize that there isn't a wall in the back of the monastery. You can see perfectly over the edge of this thing. In this hallway mm-hmm. you're walking, you can see the glacier stretching out underneath you, even through all of that snow and all of that sleet that is falling from it. These wind chimes constantly clanging. And as you were walking through this place, you could smell the sweet smells of the kitchen. You could smell that blueberry wine that is being brewed wherever they are brewing it, but it seems to permeate this entire place. You know that they are famous for it. You pass this enormous, intricate, beautiful library with all of these tapestries and multiple floors and people walking all around it. And then you walk to the Medico. And it is the only place in this monastery that doesn't smell sweet or familiar. It smells like sterilization and dry blood, and it smells like medicine and crushed up nightshades. It isn't as sweet a smell. 
And as you walk into here, a monk walks up to you, and then another one behind them, and she says, Say your business. Uh, we, we seek the Lady Savan to check on her condition and bring this potential aid in determining what ails the, her. The small, like the, the bottom half of her face, it is square. It seems a little broader, but you can't really tell under this hood that she has pulled over her. As you all know, only uh, appointments, special requests. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We've only just arrived today. Um, we are here specifically to check on her condition and see if we may be of aid. And, and why would you be of aid? Are you, are you physicians? Some sort um, of? We, we have brought with us this guest... Um, from the yeah. University of Thingus Spark Spring with great knowledge of healing. So roll a persuasion against mm-hmm. her or a deception. Yeah, do a deception. You deception. Liar. <laughs> everything I've read in my... Uh, Come on, deception. That one. No way! Way. Oh, my. I can ride a worm, but I can't convince somebody that we're just here to help. Yeah, she says, look, if, if you were coming in to help her, I would, I would have known it. You, you need not lie about your... Positioning in this place. I'm what sorry. Do you, need? We, do you need medical attention? I could no, no. certainly offer they're it to new. you if I'm, you are in pain or suffering in we, any way. No, they're they're new. I am from Thing of Spark Spring. Um, I've come as a guest, and I have heard of Lady Savan's condition. We're here to help, but yeah, we're here of our own free will. I have will. ways to see possibly what's actually afflicting her, and I'm trying to be of assistance. What business of yours? Why come all the way out here to heal one woman that you seem to not know? Because I've, I've come under some knowledge that maybe the storm that's erupting around may be in junction with her falling ill. I don't know how the storm would be connected. I believe in coincidences, but this one does seem odd. Fine. We'll search you. None of your friends come in because of the okay. suspicious circumstances that you have described to me. Sure. Uh, and I need you to roll a persuasion with disadvantage. Uh, a 10. Okay, a 10 is, uh, you win. So, okay. <laughs> uh, you walk over, they do search you down, and she uh-huh. says, you know, as she's taking this robe mm-hmm. off and over your head, sure. and she's searching you, she reaches, she's like, I'm, I'm going to need your glove. Okay, may I have my books? Certainly you can keep your books. We will Thank have you. a close eye on you. And uh, if you want to walk around this monastery, maybe it's best that you didn't dress as one of our own if you're going to say you're from somewhere else. And she takes this robe and folds it up and, like, sets it aside. I'll put on my normal clothes. And so uh, she looks over and she says, One wrong move, and I will remove your arm from your body. Understood. Damn, girl. Look her over then. And she sits very close to you, right beside you. Her hands are not poised in any way, though. They're folded in front of her as Um, you were sitting here. All four of you are just, like, sitting on the other side. There are all of these interesting private dividers that they could, like, wheel between the beds. Mm -hmm. Mother Savannah is in one in the back corner. And her bed is beautiful. And there are flowers all around her. But she sits here. You can see that there isn't... It's not like a human mankind earth hospital. Like, she has... There's a bedpan, and there is a jug of water to drink from, and there are, like, some herbs and jars around her, but that is about it. I don't have very many, like, normal components or whatever, but I do keep a pearl on me. I'm going to go over, and I'm going to tell her step-by-step what I'm doing. I'm taking out my book. I'm looking up my Identify Ritual spell. Yep. And tell her I'm going to be creating some runes around Lady Savan. Okay. Um, and kind of tell her more. Um, just tell exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing just a basic divination spell to see what is ailing her. Okay. Um, and she's doing that. I need an owl feather, and I'm going to have Ori up here. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling an owl feather out of Ori. And with the pearl and the feather, um, I cast my Identify spell. 
With your identify spell, you do not sense any magic around her right now. Like anything? Okay. And then I just kind of sigh and be like, all right, uh, thank you so much. While I'm around it, I would love to yeah, like investigate the around her area. Sure. Uh, do you want to investigate her or the area around her? Um, yeah, I'll kind of just sigh and be like, that's not what I was expecting. Um, and then I'll look to her and be like, do you mind if I investigate her body? Uh, are you some sort of uh, physician? You still I've, have to answer that question. I've read many books on medicine. Then by all means. Okay. As kind of like an aid, I'll kind of like inspect your body and I'll mm-hmm. have my book on medicine as well. Uh, nine. I'll say this as we close out the session. Um, as the storm is wailing around all of you and howling, and as these wind chimes are all clattering on the outside, you can constantly hear this wood slapping against itself, the tinkling of all of the glass that is slapping against itself all outside of this place. It all pulls and comes together. Or will you walk over to her and your identify spell, it goes off without a hitch, but you don't pick up a single thing. Which is really strange. The room feels empty mm-hmm. around you. And it does feel empty because there are not a bunch of people talking. It is very quiet. It's very solemn. And as this wind is raging around it, you are not sure what is wrong with this woman. But what is strange is that her pulse is steady. And so is her breathing. And so is her skin color. It seems very strange that she doesn't have a fever, that her skin is not discolored, that her heart is beating regularly, and that she is breathing easily. You don't notice any bruising on her. You don't notice any wounds on her, which makes it all the more strange that there is no magic affecting her. And as Orwell is sitting in the middle of this medica, totally baffled by what is going on in front of him, and all of you are sitting at the back of the room, I guess Buffalo is there too. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Outside, I guess. Uh, We'll end this episode right there. Hey guys, it's me, the audio that the gang saved from Mole Master. Remember, I kept eating that sewage while they beat the fuck out of me? Anyway, Eins are here in the woods now, thanks to them, and communicating with you telepathically. Which, despite eating literal shit and garbage for a living, is a powerful kinetic ability that I possess, and my only means of communication. Being an audio, I know shit when I see it, and Hit Dice is definitely the shit. Man, do I love these guys. And not just because they save my smelly shit-eating ass, but because they consistently produce a high-quality Dungeons & Dragons podcast with love in every bite. If you are enjoying it as much as I am, take a moment and leave a review in your podcast provider. I live in the forest and still manage to show my support and love. A few other great ways to show your support is to check out HitDicePod.com and to make a purchase in their online store. They have all kinds of things that would never end up in the trash can, like coffee mugs, adventures they wrote that you can run at home, custom magic items tables, and a whole lot more. You know, if it wasn't for their sponsor, Dice Envy, none of this would even be possible. And I'd probably be knit deep in garbage because my head was removed by angry villagers and not because I was enjoying my dinner. I went all through their inventory, which is pretty difficult considering that I am in the forest and a shit-eating monster, and there wasn't a single piece of trash in sight. All of their dice were unique and specially crafted. They had a ton of different styles, and they even offer a monthly loot box. You can get any or all of these things at 10% off by entering the code HITDICEPOD at checkout over at DiceEnvy.com. Well, my psychic abilities are starting to take a toll on me, so I need to replenish my energy and go find a nice dump to take a bite out of. 
Don't forget to litter, and we'll catch you next week, you filthy animals. Oh,